Welcome back to another episode of Life Goes On with Lakin. I'm your host, Lakin Fox, and I'm so excited to be back for another podcast. I want to start out this week's episode by showing some gratitude for my family and friends and anyone that's reached out in support of this project of mine and anyone that shared it online and by word of mouth. It seriously means the world to me, and I want to say thanks from the bottom of my heart. I wouldn't be nearly as inspired to keep this up if I didn't get such positive feedback. This episode, I want to talk about keeping your vision crystal clear. This past week, I've spent in COVID protocol self-isolation due to a close contact in the community, and honestly, at first, I had a really hard time with it. My entire demeanor felt like I had a dark cloud looming over me. I spent the better half of my week trying to find ways to convince myself to get out of the funk that I was in. This episode, I want to spend covering how we can collectively keep our vision clear in our relationships with others, the world around us, as well as, and most importantly, with ourselves. Let's kick it. Since we're going to be talking about keeping our vision clear, I thought this would be the perfect time to plug Blue Planet Eco Eyewear. This summer, I'm wearing Blue Planet Eco Eyewear sunglasses to keep my vision clear in the sun. They have so many different styles, lens color options, and all that. You can easily navigate their website to pick out the best pairs that'll suit your aesthetic. If you need any more reason to go grab your own pair, I'm helping everybody get 15% off your purchase when you check out with code LIFEGOESON. Do the planet a favor this summer and choose sustainable Blue Planet Eco Eyewear and keep your vision clear. Diving headfirst into the first topic I want to discuss, honestly, there have been some things that I've been struggling with for a long time, and it's that I'm finding myself in these cycles of boom and bust where I feel so social and close to people in my life for a few weeks, and then it's like something switches in me and I no longer have the energy to communicate with anyone no matter how close we are. I just completely shut off from myself for a few days and isolate myself within the four walls of my mind. Depending on what's going on in my life during those periods of low mood, low energy and all that, it varies on how long I actually remain in that state of mind. I guess that's a prime example of why they say mental health is not linear and why mental illness treatments vary for each person despite similar diagnoses between people. I would say what I went through within the last week or so, even before I began my isolation period, was one of those busts in the cycle. The thing about us as humans is that no matter who you are, we're all creatures of habit. I guess that's why it's so easy to spot out these points of boom and bust, because if you pay attention to yourself and your mind, you'll better understand of when they show up and how you can maintain as much consistency in your day-to-day as possible, even if you happen to find yourself in days of low mood. What I want to focus on most is when you do find yourself in a bit of a rut. How can you better recognize that? And more importantly, what are things you could do that will help you to get that energy dial turned back up? Everyone has found themselves in a rut at some point or another. And I think we can all agree that oftentimes, whether we want to admit it or not, these low points can be really dramatic. Unfortunately, when our minds are filled with a primarily negative outlook on life, and our vision is cloudy, which gets us into the rut in the first place, we don't always make decisions like we would if our minds were clear. A lot of the time what happens with me is immediately my communication will change, or I'll start communicating with people that I don't normally communicate with that may not be the best contributors to my mindset or headspace at that time. 
This all in turn creates drama. Anyone that knows drama from social media knows that what follows a scandal from a PR perspective is always damage control. Especially when we're all walking around doing life to a certain extent, we're marketing ourselves all the time. No, I don't mean we're all influencers by any means, but in a sense, we should always try to do our best to live as the best child, the best friend, the best partner, you name it, and market ourselves to the world as such. When we say things we don't mean or make actions that are out of character, we're stirring up a scandal in our own lives, no matter how big or small. A scandal doesn't mean a huge headlining story all the time, but more or less to blanket that idea, consider it any disruption to your day-to-day -day life that would cause you to spend extra time or energy that may not necessarily be worth it or that could have just been avoided in the first place. The easiest way to avoid a life of constant damage control and avoiding drama is to check yourself at every door. I have a terrible tendency to think I'm the main character in stories besides my own, so sometimes I walk into conversations with friends feeling a certain type of way, not even knowing how their day went, what information they've taken in, or how they will even react. Before every text, every comment, every word spoken, anything that you're doing to interact with others in any way, make sure that what you're saying is what you mean, and that you die on whatever hill, or at least be willing to open yourself to learning why you shouldn't die on certain hills. I often use the phrase, check yourself before you wreck yourself, because we all, myself included, sometimes say or do things without thinking them all the way through. If you can practice mindfulness by meditating, journaling, or any other way of spending time with yourself and getting to know yourself, the easier it will get to question yourself on what moves you want to make going forward in your life. The more you understand yourself, the more likely you are to understand the world around you and gain some depth as to why and how things are happening within your interactions. By keeping your own mind's vision crystal clear, the brighter the world around you will become. Do yourself a favor by getting to know the inner workings of your mind so that you can save yourself and the people in your life a lot of energy by diminishing those dramatic time periods and even when you are in the thick of it, you're still checking in on yourself to make sure you won't have to exhaust yourself with constant damage control. Your personal lifeboat might be feeling like it's sinking, but don't take it down faster thinking you're making a good choice by poking holes in the sides of it. I want to flip the table on this since now we understand a little bit on how to avoid damage control within your life from a first-person perspective. After our relationship with ourselves, the crucial relationships following are with the ones in our closest circle. I've talked before about using the target-like model to visually define the levels of relationships you share in your world, and going off of that again, I want to go deeper and talk about setting boundaries in our life. We are all unique and will each have different boundaries for different people in our life, all depending on our experiences, but also depending on our attachment styles. I recently read Attached by Dr. Amir Levine and Rachel S.F. Heller, and it's a book all about the three different attachment styles and how each are manifested into relationships. The three most important things I learned from this book were that I currently have a predominantly avoidant attachment style, that communication is the key to success in any relationship, and that knowing your attachment style can help you establish appropriate boundaries with the people in your world. I mentioned that I found out that I have an avoidant attachment style, which is not something I feel really proud to say, mostly because of the negativity that typically ensues when people hear the word avoidant. Being avoidant doesn't mean I ignore all the people in my life and avoid major events that might come up, but it's more of when there's a conflict in my relationships, my first instinct out of the fight, flight, or freeze trifecta is usually the flight option. Certainly anyone in my life could attest to the fact that previously in my life, even as recently as the past few weeks, 
If I get confronted with a situation that makes me uncomfortable, I run. It's like that TikTok sound. She's a runner, she's a track star. I don't even like running, unless it's from conflict, apparently. For me, I began to see changes in the way I approach situations after I came to terms that while I may want to deny my own avoidant tendencies, it's what I am currently. And the only thing I can do to change that is to take steps to rewire my thinking so that I can establish more secure attachments with the people in my inner circles. Once you put in the work to discover areas where you want to see improvement in your relationships with your friends and loved ones, you can create a baseline of what you'll accept versus what is unacceptable within your connections. These contrasting accepted and rejected behaviors will then become your boundaries. This is where communication ties in. It's important that when you create connections with people that from the get-go you outline the boundaries of your relationship, whether they're through verbal communication or through your behavior. When conflict or an atypical situation arises, you can always draw back on these boundaries that will usually remain pretty consistent and or that will only grow with you as you do over time. These boundaries will help you decide when to suck it up and when to stand your ground in situations. Sometimes we do have to experience situations that might not seem very appealing, which makes us want to run, but in order to maintain and grow a relationship, we have to suck it up and stick it out. Sometimes the only way out of situations is through them, no matter how cheesy that sounds. In other cases, sometimes situations will come up where you immediately know, no way, not going to happen. And this is where you draw the line in the sand for your boundary and hold strong in your convictions until compromise can be made. When you use mindfulness techniques to understand the inner workings of your own mind, you'll understand how you can use your traits to your advantage to establish healthy, secure attachments with the people around you using effective communication and conflict resolution skills. The more time you spend with yourself, the more you'll understand what you can give yourself in your day-to-day and find out where you need certain supports from your loved ones. There's a famous quote that I read recently from American author Zig Ziglar, There is no elevator to success. You have to take the stairs. I've been thinking about this notion within my own life lately, and I really want to talk about what we all, and I say that because I'm including myself in this, what we all can do to start building our staircases, our paths to the futures we each desire. Using what I've discussed earlier in this episode about mastering our minds so that we can limit the amount of damage control required in our lives, and about attachment styles and boundaries, we can start to see the lenses of our relationships clear up a bit more when we put it into everyday practice. Moving forward, how can you build your path between who you are now and the higher version of yourself that you desire to be? How can we each build our staircases step by step in order to get to the point of living the life we always imagined for ourselves? It just takes small changes in behavior to start. We all have something that we want to improve on, or in my opinion, we should. As fantastic as we can all perceive ourselves to be, we must also humble ourselves down to the fact that there is always room for growth. I often remind myself of this with the mantra that no matter what room I'm in, every person I meet will know at least one thing about this world or be able to offer one piece of advice about life that I haven't heard before. Sometimes it can be something as simple as a hockey stat, but regardless, I'm still learning from someone else. Opening yourself up to that concept that you're always a work in progress, always growing, is imperative to practicing what we've discussed today. Building your future begins with the little things you do today to treat your future self. Another common piece of advice I've heard and have been telling myself a lot these days is to be patient, always, with everything. Hand in hand with that is having faith and believing that there is some sort of higher power in play that helps guide us through this lifetime. To be patient with life and to have faith in something greater than anything we could ever fathom is a large aspect. Everyone has heard the age-old sayings, let go and let God, or trust the process, 
It doesn't matter who or what you believe in, but a similarity drawn across the entire board is that it benefits more than it harms when you release your worries and fears and trust that everything is going to work out just fine. I do a lot of reading of self-help books and the likes, and almost every book will talk about patience and the importance of practicing it in our daily lives in order to experience more peace. Once you dive into your mind and figure out exactly who you are, you'll be able to create a roadmap of your desires and a route to reach your intended destination. Sometimes our destinations are physical, sometimes they're more of a mindset. It just depends how deeply you allow yourself to get into it. Learning about who you are and how you can improve that in order to live as who you desire to be will clear up your view of yourself and the world around you in ways that I can't even begin to describe. Something I like to do in my day-to-day is pinpoint an area of weakness where I want to hone in and work at improving. For example, lately I've been struggling with my self-esteem and positive self-talk. What I've discovered works for me when I'm wanting to work on areas like that is I'll search for TED Talks related to the topic on YouTube and really pay attention, take notes, and reflect on how I can take what I learned from those talks and apply them to practice in my daily life. Journaling and meditation are also major practices that have completely altered how I live out my days, and I also love the aspect of putting things on paper so I can always go back in time when I need to reflect on how far I've come as a motivation for how far I know I'm capable of going. The last and most important piece of advice I can offer anyone that is on any journey in life is to be gentle to yourself. Speak as kindly to yourself as you would to a friend or a loved one, and check yourself when you aren't. You're stuck with the voice inside your head 24-7, 365, so make sure they're being helpful to this journey and not hurtful. Men, we talked a lot of real talk today, and I hope you're able to absorb some of the tips I've outlined here for you and tailor them to your own life. I really hope you leave this with a better understanding of how you can take these practices and put them to use to keep your vision in life crystal clear. In case you need to hear it today, I'm proud of you for how far you've come on your journey so far, and I'm so excited to see where each and every one of us are going to go. The possibilities are so endless and there's so much greatness in store for all of us. As usual, you can hit me up on Instagram with any questions, comments, topic ideas, you name it. The handle to reach me is at lifegoeson underscore W Lakin. If you like what you're hearing and think it might interest someone you know, feel free to share this on your socials too. I have to get ready and go watch my Toronto Maple Leafs play in game three of the playoffs round one. But today's song of the day before I go is Universe by Ty Dolla Sign and Kalani. It is a huge vibe and has some really positive lyrics that can make anyone feel like they're winning whenever they hear it. I hope you all have an amazing week and stay tuned for the next episode of Life Goes On.